Hi guys! Hey. Welcome to a very special hey. live episode of History oh, of Haunting. Hi! Anthony. Hey, what's up? My, the thing that holds my phone just broke, so I'm trying to hold it and look at you guys at the same time. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> like, uh... Oh, we know you're actually doing parkour, Anthony. I mean... Right. More than likely. Guys, welcome to a, f- a very special episode of History of a Haunting. We are here to talk to you all about... I lost you. The second... Hold on, my title's not working. Is it working? No, it's not working. There we go! Second paranormal investigation of Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. And this one is different from the last one we did. This one was a private overnight investigation. And we had five different teams that were with us. And we're very excited about it. We've got a lot of evidence to show you. We have a lot of things to cover. We were joined that night by Spirits of the Southeast, Seekers Club of the Paranormal, Mid-Atlantic Day Trips, our team, Southern Entities Paranormal, and Piedmont Paranormal Investigation and Research Team, of which we have two members, Anthony Simonelli of Seekers Club of the Paranormal and Scott Reddick of Piedmont Paranormal Investigation and Research Team. So welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much for hosting this with us. We are super excited to have you and even more honored to have been able to investigate this iconic location with you. So to that end, Laura, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guests? All right. So Scott um, is the co-founder and CEO of Piedmont Paranormal. Um, and is also a paramedic by trade. Uh, Scott and his wife, Heather, officially began investigating in 2011 with an anniversary trip to the St. Augustine Lighthouse's Dark of the Moon tour. Um, In 2019, Scott and Heather founded PPIT after a trip to Waverly Hills, where they caught some amazing photographs um, on the infamous fourth fourth floor. Bucket list. Bucket list. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And Anthony Simonelli has 35 plus years of paranormal investigating experience. He is the founder and leader of the Seekers Club of the Paranormal, which he founded in 1996. Um, In 2016, um, he has a credit with Ghost Hunting Consultant from the Ghost Team movie with Jason Hawes and Steve Gonsalves. Am I saying that right? Um, Gonsalves, I think. Yeah. All this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the Travel Channel. Hey, just channel. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> the Paranormal Night Shift. So episode 13. And in 2017, he wrote a story called Cookie for the book Tales of the Other Side, Pets in the Paranormal. I love that, by the way. I saw that. And I was like, oh, that's, that's so, so cool. cute. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, Thank you, that I was, uh, you know, somebody came and just asked me, you know, you want to write in the book and yeah. And there's other, there's other people in the book that, you know, Chris Cesare and, um, um, uh, Brian, um, Cano and a bunch of different people that I wrote in the book too. So it was cool to be part of that. That's yeah, awesome. That's really cool. I love that. That's really great. Well, I really want to thank you guys for being on the show. Um, we were going to have, uh, Giuseppe Joe Cardona. Is it Cardona or Cardona? 
I always ever introduced him as I call him Cardona, but it could be Cardona. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I call him Joe Seeks. I can't remember his last name. There he goes. He's on <laughs> there. There he right is. Now. So he is watching. Hi, Joe. We had an amazing time investigating with you. We certainly hope that you get better really, really soon. Um, so Scott was wonderful enough to step in um, for Joe so we can talk about some evidence. Like I said, guys, we had five teams there that night, and it was just the most amazing evening um and we have a lot of evidence to show you so we're gonna get right into it um hi mama everybody say hi to the live studio <laughs> audience <laughs> hi mama hey, buddy. so i do want to ask you <laughs> so i do want to um ask you guys because this is the second time the history of a haunting has done a recap show of Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum because Southern entities, myself, Chris, and Audra, we had investigated this location last summer um, for the first time, and this is our second time doing it. But for the three of you, it's your first time there, correct? Yeah, this yes. is my first time down there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Scott, I'm going to start with you, but I'm going to ask you guys all the same question and it is a two part question. So Scott, I'm going to start with you. Um, first, what was your expectation of this iconic infamous, one of the most haunted locations in the world? I don't think that I'm speaking out of turn saying that about this location. So one, what was your expectation before you got there, knowing what you knew of it? And two, did Trans Allegheny meet that expectation? Well, the second part of that question was is absolutely uh, it did, and it did it, it, um, especially once we get into uh, evidence review. My expectation when we got there was to be just completely all struck by the place and. Uh, the activity that we would come across and you know it, like i said it did not disappoint at all yeah i agree i agree anthony same questions yeah. to you what was your expectation of trans allegheny and did it meet those expectations well i knew it was going to be awesome to begin with going down there you know um but when i got in there i thought it was it was great. You could see, you could feel the energy as soon as you drive down that out, that that big driveway going right. to the place. Yeah, definitely feel energy. Yeah. And sure. once you walk in the building, you just feel it all at once. Uh, yeah. So it's it was it was great, great. I had a lot of experiences, so I really enjoyed it. You know, it was fun for me. Yeah, you know? that night is- out. That is wonderful. That is wonderful. Um, uh, Joe actually has, he says, I was amazed at the size of the building. I've never walked such a building that big. And I think actually, Joe, I don't know, Anthony, if you were there with us, but we were talking to um, Rhiannon, who was one of the staff at Trans Allegheny. And she had mentioned that Joe Jordan purchased the asylum, um, I think back in the 90s or maybe close to 2000 for just $1.5 million. And it came with the main no, building. No, I wasn't there for that. Yeah, it came with the main building, the t- the tuberculosis building off to the side there. And then all of those buildings in the back for $1.5 million. We were so floored. That's all he Almost spent. Like he won on that investment. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Giuseppe, Joe, 
He, he was like, he came to me, he told me about that. And I'm like, that's right. He goes, I would have sold my house. I would have sold everything. I would have bought that thing. I could have built one of the house in the back and just rent out the place. He was like, oh, because he's into real estate and all that stuff. So oh, yeah, he for was sure. like, wow. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, really, I wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> It was really amazing. We were really floored by that. Um, so, Laura, same questions to you. Knowing what you know, I mean, obviously, you're the co-host of a paranormal podcast, right. so you're pretty familiar with Transelegating. Fair enough. What was your I expectation, uh, and did it meet it? It did. Um, it does, even though you know how big it is. Um, and I've, I had seen pictures before, but when you, like Anthony was saying, when you pull up, just the grand scale of it, um, it's a really beautiful building um, and the outside, you know, with the fountain and the roundabout and just, yeah, it's really overwhelming and impressive and walking through it, the scale is, it is quite massive. Um, and then enjoying the history of it, the different wings, you know, seeing it, uh, the restored parts are really cool because you get to see, you know, basically what it looked like yes. um, when it was operating. And then, you know, you have the, the, the other wing that's like, you know, they, what do they call it? The decrepit wing. Where, the you know, new one. Kinda, mm -hmm. Yeah. The decrepit yeah, wing. Yeah. Where it's yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, it's, you know, you can see where time has taken its toll on the building. So yeah. it's really cool to see, you know, from what they've done now with the restoration to, you know, what it was probably when he bought it, what it, the whole thing probably, you know, was closer to looking like. So that, that yeah. part was really cool for me to see, you know, everything in between and be in the place where, you know, we know all this history has taken place. Um, as far as the investigation, um, I didn't have a ton of expectations. Um I usually don't. I as I was on the first podcast skeptic. Show. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I was on the first recap show, so I know the kind of stuff that you guys captured the first time. So I did expect there to be um, a decent amount of evidence, and I wasn't disappointed. Yeah. Like the first walkthrough, I had an experience. So like in the first what fifteen minutes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah, yeah, it definitely yeah. lived up to the hype. <laughs> it definitely yeah, did. It, it's probably, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it was a really fun night. We kind of build this as a pair unity investigation. Um, like I said, there were five different groups that had um, come with us. And we actually had more people that were planning to go, um, including Tony and Cherie Rathman, Aaron Bush, Andrea Perrin, um, Ron and Lourdes of EVPE, Ron Iacovetti, go buy his book, please. And um, Lourdes Gonzalez, um, Brittany Contreras, they were all going to go, but for various reasons, they were unable to. So this episode is dedicated to all of them because you guys were there in spirit. And we truly, truly wished that we could have investigated with you, but Trans Allegheny's not going anywhere. And there always is the next time. So, um, mm -hmm. do you want to talk a little tiny bit about, um, so the evidence that you guys have submitted to us is absolutely phenomenal and I can't wait to show everybody. We're going to get to that in just a second, but what are some experiences that you had that maybe you didn't capture on audio, you didn't capture on, um, video, anything like that, that was just really unexplained. Like for example, during that tour that Laura was talking about, like the very first part when she took us into the lobotomy section and into that new area, the decrepit wing, we, I, Laura has a tendency to wander off. And so I was constantly like, where's Laura? Where's Laura? Like looking around for her. And 
at I one put point, a bell on her. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. We were all going downstairs into like the decrepit wing. And I was like, I need to put a bell on her. And Zach and she were behind me. And Laura, why don't you we tell everybody? Yeah. Why don't you tell everybody what happened after I said, I need to put a bell on her? So we literally heard a bell and I heard it and I... And I had heard her say that, you know, like up ahead. So Zach and I were in the back of the line um, going up the stairs. And I I looked to Zach and I said, did you hear that? And he goes, yeah, that like bell. And I was like, yeah. So as soon as she said I should put a bell on her, Zach and I heard a bell like behind us, like further back down the stairwell. It was it was, you know, and you can't explain that. We, of course, we're not audio. We're just walking through. But, yeah, it was super weird. Yeah, for sure. So, Anthony, did you have any experiences like that that maybe were kind of weird, kind of unexplainable, but that you weren't maybe recording or, you know, doing any sort of investigating at the time? Did you have anything like that? Well, every time I had experience, I was investigating, but um, I did have a couple of weird things. Like um, the two two things was the first thing was when I walked into the – the, the the women's wing over there the uh the, was it the violent women the violent women yeah we, yeah uh, my arm felt like something grabbed my arm it was it was ice cold that yeah. you know I had everybody grab my arm and they felt the arm it was like you know my hairs are up and I had right. the, uh, goosebumps so I was like pretty, I, I thought that was pretty cool I was like oh here they're already grabbing me these women uh, they and, love um, the men you know, in that ward. You know, yeah, they love the men on yeah. that ward. They absolutely do. Yeah. They absolutely do. Scott, how about you? Did um, you have anything weird that you couldn't no. explain? Yes. Um, pretty much me, Everett, Sarah, and Heather were walking on the fourth floor. And um, I forget which ward it was. I'm, I'm blanking on which ward that was. So was many the of one them. with the wooden floor. Oh, the fourth floor. It was the one with the wooden floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. On fourth, the fourth floor. floor. Yeah. And uh, we constantly had this feeling that something was following us. Um, we would hear, uh, hear it walking up on us. And, um, but when you turn around, there was nothing there. Oh, God. So um, we didn't even get anything on, on recording. Yeah. Uh, with it, but you just had this feeling that there was something behind us, and all of us felt it. So, yeah. Um, oh God. That, that was that was a little on the creepy side. Um, getting to the the decrepit uh, section that Laura was talking about. Yeah. Uh, I, this was my first time there, so I did go with the the tour guide down into that area, and almost immediately I uh, started seeing a shadow. Uh, figures uh, going across the hallways, and um, you know, it's it was. <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. Oh, sure. Uh, it, it was really weird. I, I kind of wanted to chase it there for oh, a really? few minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know, be the first time I've chased one. I mean, no, it wouldn't. Um, one of the things, and I, I have it on video, but I didn't include it in the show tonight, um, is 
we, a bunch of us had been up on the fourth floor and I believe it was me and Connie and my niece, Emma. It was her investigate first investigation. So she was there with us, Jody and Lisa, and we were doing a, an Estes method, the sensory deprivation session um, up on the fourth floor. But there was also Connie, um, Connie Santiti, and then Chris and Audra and Laura, they were down like on a, the further end. And then Anthony comes up and He's got his camera on his tripod and out of nowhere, Anthony starts coughing. And as this is going on, so everybody's like, okay, he, he, it's almost like he got a tickle in his throat and he just could not control the cough. Jody is the one that's got her, she's got the blindfold on, she's got the soundproof headphones, she's listening to the spirit box and she's just spitting out whatever she hears come through the spirit box. She spits out the word thirsty. And so then Anthony steps into a room on the fourth floor to try to get his cough under control. And a few minutes, or well, if something felt like minutes, but it was probably just seconds, Jody spits out thirsty again. And eventually... Anthony is able to get his cough under control. He comes back out onto the floor from the room and Jody for the third time spits out the word thirsty. And I know a lot of us that are watching this show, we have watched Any Voices Paranormal Evidence a bunch of times. Those guys, I always say it every opportunity I get, they trained me on how to be a paranormal investigator. And that's the trifecta, right? If you have a word come through the spirit box three times, there that's situational awareness. That is not a coincidence. So I thought that was really, really interesting. And I did mention it in our, we've got a, a Facebook messenger chat of everybody that went to Trans-Allegheny. We're sharing evidence and, and you know, all of that. So I hadn't mentioned that in the chat. Now, Anthony, what was your thought on that since it was essentially you whatever was talking through the spirit box was talking about. What's your thought on that? Yeah. Well, when I got, when I went up the stairs on that floor, I had the camera on me and everything. As soon as I walked in there, it felt like, I don't know, something just like a, a grabbed my throat. Whoa. That's what I felt more like. Yeah. And I put the camera down because I couldn't get myself under control. Right. He goes, Chris. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I put the camera down. That's why I stepped back out into the hallway to catch my to catch my breath. And it just, like, wouldn't let me go. Oh. So, um, you know, when I came back, I, I finally it stopped. I still had that uh, in my throat. And I, I came back, and then it was like, uh, I forgot. Somebody gave me some water after that I walked in. So, so it was crazy. something. I, I don't know what it was. I... I, I really don't know. Um, it could have been because I, I did welcome uh, Dean to touch me, so mm -hmm. maybe he had a thing to behind it, you know. Um, could because, be. you know, he was yeah. strangled, and maybe he gave me a little of what happened to him. So Isn't that awful? The I really idea. don't know. Yeah. 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 And it happened. You know, and it didn't happen the rest of the night. It didn't, nothing like that happened, really? like choking wise. So, huh. yeah. So it was interesting what happened and how it happened and where it happened. Yeah. You know, and that then is you had Chris running up down the halls chasing the creeper too. Oh, and God, then yeah. you guys were doing your session there. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot going on. At the, at there that, was a right, lot going right on at that time. Yeah, for sure. There really was. You know? 
there really so, was. It was a lot, and it was everybody was there, so we had a lot of energy up there to feed off of. It's true, it's true. We and did everybody's yeah. energy. Yes, absolutely, yeah. and we had a lot of people there that um, were that are sensitives, um, and they have certain psychic abilities. So one of the things that um, Aaron Bush had said in um, when she was hosting Andrea Parent's show was that people that have those kinds of sensitive gifts glow differently mm -hmm. to the spirits. So there were several people mm -hmm. on that floor at once that maybe were glowing a little mm -hmm. bit differently to the spirits there. So I thought that was really, really um, mm -hmm. a succinct way to put that. Um, and I'm a sensitive moment, also. So. Mm -hmm, yeah. And in that moment, there were a bunch of people. So there was a lot of mm -hmm. different types of energy there that, that, that creeper could have drawn from and anybody else that was, that was up there. So, um, yeah. that being said, you guys, let's get into the evidence that everybody captured. Cause we got a bunch to share with you. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to start with, uh, Piedmont paranormals and we had so much evidence submitted from the teams that I actually had to whittle it down. I could not show everything. Otherwise it would be like a four hour show. Yeah, you could. So mm -hmm. here's what we're going to do. By that time. Yeah, we're gonna um, okay. we're gonna start with Piedmont Paranormals and Scott. The first one that we're gonna show is the Bearded Man Two. So it's okay. gonna be um, that's the first one that we're gonna show. So if you want to go ahead and just kind of set up um, and explain what was going on in that moment, it was when all of us were in Dean's room. We were doing some um, EVP work and um, trying, like we had a REM pod in there, things like that. There were several of us. So you guys captured this. Sec it's the second bearded man picture during this time where he's holding what looks to be a bottle. So why don't you go ahead and set up what was going on in that moment? Yeah, well, he's holding a bottle of something, and that's my kind of spirit right there. But, um, <laughs> yeah, spirits with the spirits, exactly. Um, like you said, we were there was an EVP session going on. Myself, uh, Everett, uh, Zach, Mike from my team, mm -hmm. uh, you, Laura, Emma, and Julie. Um, uh, Julie was there. I think Julie. that that yeah, Julie we were, were there. We're yeah. there. Um, you. For most of that session, you were sitting in the windowsill where we caught yes. this, and then you got up to walk away. Yes. Uh, so for... let me show that picture. Oh, oh yeah. no, it didn't work. Oh, I knew uh, that was going to happen. There well, we go. There we go. <laughs> yes. So you were sitting in that windowsill for most of the night. And as you can see behind, the, behind you, there's nothing there uh, at, mm -mm. at this point. Um, and then you stepped away. Uh, for uh, some reason, I don't recall why. Um, I think it was to do something with the REM pod. Um, but, whoa. There we go. There, there we is. go. <laughs> and um, I continue to take pictures. Well, when we get into review, there's what appears to be um, this bearded, you know, elderly, um, well, older bearded guy, almost like Santa Claus beard. Yes. Uh, in the window, and it appears that he's holding uh, uh, you know, like, like this. Um, and holding a bottle. 
like that. And um, if I'd seen that at the time, I'd have been like, well, crack it open. Let's go. <laughs> I know. Right. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at the initial photograph that he took. Yeah. So here it is. This is the same window. I am. Um, I have walked away. I am. I went out into the hallway to take photographs. So this is the window I was standing in. You can see my backpack there. You can see Dean's bed. You can see all of the devices on Dean's bed. And then there is the window behind me. So just take a little look at the figure in the window, and then we'll show you the blown up part. Now here it is, zoomed in. Yeah. That's uh, kind of crazy. Yeah, it really it does look Absolutely. just like Scott described. It uh, does. It's like an old Santa Claus, like about to have a drink. If you can imagine that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can. <laughs> My Santa right, yeah. Claus drinks. <laughs> and this is not the first time our team is called Reflections in Windows uh, back last year. Uh, on your first trip, uh, Zach and Mike caught in what appears to be a female uh, mm -hmm. reflection in a window um, that was featured uh, on some evidence in uh, at, uh, on Entity Voices. Yeah. Where yeah. We, we had two comparison uh, uh, before and after shots, and the uh, one in the middle clearly showed something there. Yes. So this is not a common for Tala. Yeah, no, Everett. No, that isn't me outside. <laughs> um, guys, I just also want to remind everybody that this room, Dean's room, which is also known as the bedpost murder room, is on the third floor of the asylum. So not entirely sure what um, somebody is doing standing outside of the window of this right. particular room. It's kind of crazy. I dig it. I'm here for it. I love it. Maybe Santa on one his reindeers. Maybe he wants uh, nobody... Santa on his reindeers. <laughs> nobody could have been reflected either because I was sitting at the end of the bed. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, or somewhere right over there, and there was mm -hmm. nobody like backlit or anything like that to get actually get reflected in that window. No, Wait, there wasn't. That, that yeah. room was I think I would have been the closest with... person. Yeah, that and room I, was my pretty much does not come with in. the exception of my TV light. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so that is our first piece of evidence that we wanted to show. I thought it was really, really amazing. I think um, things like that are just so fantastic. Um, so this next one is called the Nope SD session. Um, Scott, why don't you tell us a little bit about this? You, but guys, by the way, Scott has really upped his um, videography game, and the evidence that he sent me for these next two pieces are so well done. He's got the intro, he's got the explanation, he shows the video. It's fantastic. So, we are going to be putting this episode out on YouTube and to our audio listeners. So Laura's going to go ahead and read all of the um, descriptions that are on the video for our audio listeners. And then I will do the second one. But Scott, why don't you go ahead and talk to us a little bit about set up this Nope SD session piece of evidence okay, before so, we play it. Uh, yeah, the sensory deprivation sessions on the uh, third floor of Violent Women's Ward uh, where uh, Anthony got grabbed at. 
Um, <laughs> and again, uh, some of this leads back to the first investigation last year uh, with Mike and Zach uh, present there. Uh, they got some good results in that area. Uh, yeah. Going down there and just almost like partying with these the females there, and uh, they were getting responses back on, uh, you know, spirit box and, and whatnot. So we we were like, well, let's let's do let's do an SD session uh, there, and so we we sat up. My wife, uh, she was in the hot seat uh, with the the headphones and the uh, you know Bluetooth uh, uh, noise canceling uh, ear earmuffs in, right, and uh, and plugged into the uh, the uh, uh, SB7. Okay. So we go there, and I'm asking questions. Uh, Zach and Mike go down there. Eventually, Chris, uh, Chris Allgood joins them down there, and uh, we get some interesting results. I, uh, I offered to send, uh, send my boy Everett down there, and uh, well, this we'll, is we'll just watch we it and see it. what happens. All right, all right, here we go. Right. Let's go ahead and get this plated. Plated? What? <laughs> Words are hard. Well, welcome to history up. of a haunting. <laughs> I got it. You need to drink. Sensory deprivation session. Third floor, violent women's ward. Well, Zach, we might have a date lined up for you. As uh, I said, we, I told him we got two two uh, young men walking down there. Zach is single and ready to mingle. And we got give me. Alright. Zach's heading back down to you. I go back That way we can just investigate. be made for that. Chris is coming down there too. Oh, 
You okay? We're sending three down the hallway now. Huh? You need something? You need it. Yeah. 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 With the, yeah, my knees fall over. Oh, shit. You want to put some more of that down? Two of them are married, though. I'm sorry. I need the key. I'm going to go into the truck. You want me to send Everett down there? Nope. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 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 That was pretty amazing. And I love this video, you guys, because it shows a number of things. This is how an SD session works. This is, we've got one individual in this particular instance, Heather, and um, it's called the SD session for sensory deprivation, but it's also called the Estes method, as in Estes Park, as in the Stanley Hotel, where the method was developed. So I wanted to show this entire video, the full length of it, and not just the good parts where, you know, Zach may or may not have been called an idiot and the girls on the violent women's ward were just not down for Everett. I wanted to show the whole thing because this is paranormal investigation. Sometimes you're sitting there, you're listening to Everett. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes you're just listening to a lot of white noise a lot of stuff that's just not coming through so this is what a paranormal investigation is it's a lot of waiting it's a lot of sometimes it's kind of boring sometimes there's a bunch of dead air sometimes you know but as you could tell by with just watching heather her vision obviously she had a blindfold on she had sound canceling headphones on so she wasn't reacting to what was going on around her there were people walking around her there was you know there was talking there was laughing there was this and that so it's one of my favorite paranormal investigative techniques this method um and if you guys go on your own paranormal investigations i suggest you try it out because it's pretty cool uh laura's not super down with it we have done it a number of times um with southern entities but um she's not super down with it and and a lot of people aren't because again like your senses method. are deprived essentially that's exactly what it's called so Yeah. I like the method, just not being the person. The person in the hot seat. Yeah. I don't like that. (laughs) Okay. This next one, um, Scott, is uh, Shadow Everett's second floor. And it's one of my favorite pieces of evidence that we're going to show tonight because, whoa. (laughs) Whoa. So why don't you go ahead and tell everybody, set this one up for everybody. Where are you? What's going on? Okay. So, well, our team has had a lot of success with using UV black light and high definition photography. Uh, we've started using that with video as well. Um, so uh, I had set up a, uh, a standalone uh, high definition uh, 
camera with a black light on it. Uh, Everett was doing an EVP session on the um, second floor. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the juvenile ward. Yeah, that's the juvenile ward. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, And as he's walking in, he gets probably in a good 30, 40 feet. Uh, But then uh, one of the things I like about the the black light is if there is a shadow figure, uh, it really does bring it out. It's, It's a lot darker than the shadows that we cast it really Uh, does yes and um so uh that's uh that was really successful you know it's been really successful for us um good everett was walking down there and it appears that the shadow just comes up behind him um at first we didn't know what to do i ran it by several members of the team uh (laughs) posted it in a group that we're all uh, members of that we uh That we uh, you know uh, discussed either talent plan trip you know our trips and and review evidence on um, I've vetted it through there and then uh, I had some uh, uh, Anthony also uh, uh, messaged me privately to discuss a couple aspects of it and once we uh, we cleared all that up I, I mean it was completely unexplainable uh, so I, I even ran it by the man there and uh, you know, he's he, he can't come up with a, a debunkable, you know, reason for it either. So okay. I think we'll, uh, uh, just let's run it and let everybody see uh, what happens. Okay. We're definitely going to do that. Um, real quick, Laura, because, um, you know, we record from home and we have families. So her son needed her for something. So she stepped away. She will be right back. <laughs> In the meantime, let's go ahead and play this video because damn, you guys, for real. We have lots to talk about as soon as it plays. One second. Standalone HD UV light video. Second floor, Ward B. Video of Everett performing an EVP session on Ward B. Watch again as a dark shadow comes from the left behind Everett at 50% speed. (sighs) 
This video was vetted by multiple PPI team members and Anthony Simonelli, 30 plus year paranormal investigation veteran. No explanation for this shadow can be found by any who were part of the vetting process. Hmm. You guys. Yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. So That's Laura, interesting how the shadow just how takes away all the light in the background. It's very interesting. It absolutely yeah. does. There is there's no way of debunking. He's just, he's just walking. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, really there's nothing crazy. there to be doing that. Exactly. Unless something passes by, you know. So, Laura, what is your yeah, take on it? Yeah, it's it's a really good video. I mean, because it's, it's clear you can see it kind of come across and then... Um, Kind of like peeks back out and comes back, you know. So it's the I mean, shape of it, there and you can tell yes. it's not him. It's, you can tell it's not him, right? So um, it doesn't seem to match up with anybody else's stuff. It, it, there's definitely movement with the shadow. It's not, yeah, it's because shadow. he's several feet kind of in front of it, like down the hall. Mm -hmm. It comes kind of like behind him, but the yeah, shape of it is fun. what is so odd to me. Like my mom and I were watching it, and she's like, "That looks like a dog." I'm like, "It looks like a seal." So <laughs> she's like, well, how would a, how, I'm like, how would a dog get into Trans-Allegheny? She goes, how would a seal? I'm like, okay, well, that's fair. But it's just yeah. so I think a dog unique. has more of a chance than a seal. I think so. Unless, I mean, I've never heard of any sort of aquatic zoo at Trans-Allegheny, so it's probably a dog. Um, but Scott, what are your thoughts? What are, what are Everett's thoughts? Everett, talk to us. You're in the chat. Let us know. What do you think? Well, hold on one second. Let me... You, you want to get some feedback on Well, he'll type it in, I guess. Okay. Uh, but. Um, <laughs> oh, I think the book's going to have a dinner tonight. Uh, well, he was asking uh, questions. Uh, yeah, there he is. <laughs> I didn't believe. Yeah, there's a time delay on it. Um. I didn't really notice anything at all. No. Um, I didn't feel anything. So I, I had no idea anything was behind me at all. Oh, Chris has a question, and I think it's quite interesting. I think he's right. I think you're correct. That's a good point. Um, Did he? I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. That's, that's an interesting. That's, that's intriguing. Research. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely uh -huh. intriguing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is one of my favorite um, pieces of evidence, not just from this investigation, but from many that I have watched. Um, so absolutely, really great job. Piedmont Paranormal Investigation and Research Team. We have investigated with these folks a number of times. They are the pinnacle of professionalism, and I am so honored to have had the opportunity to investigate with you guys again. So, thank you very much. Um, thank you so much. As well. Thank you yeah. so much. Okay. Oh, it's hey, great, you know great. what? Hang out with you guys too. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We went yeah. to dinner beforehand, yeah. before the investigation. We all yeah. went to dinner together and had the best fucking time. It was a blast yeah so um micah actually has a <laughs> and question the gift bags are even well good too <laughs> hey 
hey man history of a hunting does everything upright <laughs> so micah has a question were therapy dogs or service dogs ever used there micah i actually don't think that they were because i don't by the time it closed in 1994 um it was already overrun and they yeah. weren't really like the therapy and stuff that was going on when it closed wasn't that great and i don't think service dogs or therapy dogs actually became a thing until sometime in the 2000s so i don't think that they were yeah i don't think service dogs were back then too. Yeah. yeah yeah so that's an excellent question though Right, yeah. That's my brother, by the way. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Scott's brother. Um, <laughs> okay, so guys, the next group of um, pieces of evidence we're going to show are from Anthony and Joe and Teresa. And um, they... Oh, man. They've got some stuff, you guys. And if you guys saw Anthony on Entity Voices Paranormal Evidence, you might have captured... You might have seen some of this evidence. Um but let me tell you. So, Anthony, the first one I'm going to show, obviously, is one of my favorites. It is, um, I've titled it, Something Was Thrown at Anthony. So why don't you go ahead and just kind of explain what you were doing and where you were when this particular situation occurred. Okay. Um, I'm not sure what ward that was. I think it was Ward W okay. on the side there. Mm-hmm. Right before, you know, you go to the um, the, the lobotomy section over there? Yes. Okay. 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 You're on the so first I'm floor. That was my first time there. Yeah. So it's yeah. on the first floor. Like, if you look at it, the building is on the first floor. It's to the right. That's that area there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, in a, I was in this room that was on the side there. I walked in. Um, later on, I found out that was a room that they used to give treats out to the, the patients. They used oh, to give them okay. candy or cigarettes and stuff like that. That's why there was like these little steel doors that they used to hand people out on the yes. side. Yes. Okay. Like a like a drawer thing mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. So um, I ended up, I was walking in there and um, as I, I walked in there, something hit me in the chest. Just hit me. Boom. As it hit me, um, I... I jump back. I said, you know, you're going to hear my comments, you know, like, whoa, what's that? And everything. So I took the camera. I'm looking up and down all over. I don't see anything in that area. Because the first thing I thought of was that maybe something fell off the ceiling. Sure. I, sometimes you're in areas, paint chips fall off ceilings. Right. Or anything like that. So I'm trying try to debunk it right away. See, something else, something hit me. But um, as I did that, you know, I was checking out. So when I, when I did my review, I had a body cam on. Right. Yes. I don't know. I I sent that one to you. I think you're gonna you should play that next if you have that one. Okay. You have that one. Um. The body cam too. Uh, you know what? One I don't two. think I do. Hit me one, I hit think. Me two. Yeah, I don't think I have uh, that second one. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you come through. Yeah. But on the body cam, you can see something coming coming up, and then you hear me react. Yeah. And then coming back down, falling down. So I have yes. it on two cameras. Yeah, yeah. Um, let yeah. me go ahead and play this one. It's called Throne and Anthony. Um, let's check this one out. Oh! Wow, what hit me? Something was just thrown at me. 
That's cool. Who did that? Who did that? Come on, you can tell me your name. I'm not mad. Oh no, hang on. Was that last call? <laughs> that was it. Thanks guys, have a great night. No, um, <laughs> that was it, bye-bye. Um, no, yeah, so this was really, this was a really interesting one. And the second video, and um, sucks that it didn't come through, but the second video, you could actually see something f come from the top and kind of flutter. It almost looks like a stick. Yeah. that hit you yeah it, it comes from the top and but yeah then you can see it going back down yeah yeah uh, yeah it's on that's on the body cam right which i thought was interesting um i don't know what hit me later on somebody seen a penny on the floor which i don't know if that's what hit me but i don't it know it's a little heavier than a penny but well, the, I penny mean, the was, little flutter it, it looked a little longer penny. too like it, it looked, looked about yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But the penny on the floor, when I picked it up and looked at it, everybody's like, I'll keep it. I said, no, I don't take nothing off of place. So I put it back. It said 1994 oh, on it. Really? 1994. Isn't that when it shut that, down? Yeah. That was when it shut so down. 1994. So and I didn't know about I didn't I know about know. shutting down in 1994 until I think somebody told me later on, maybe it was Chris, you or somebody. So I put the I put the penny back where I found it. But it, that was interesting how it just uh, – you know, so I just walked in the room and something just hit me like right in the chest. That's really that's interesting. What I said. Whoa. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. So Chris just commented that he actually looked this up after you were on EVPE and some of the more mentally challenged patients were known to throw the treats back at the nurses, losing their privileges. So that's entirely oh. possible. It was a new, like they had had that area closed to the public for a while um, because mm -hmm. people were using the bathrooms down there. Visitors were using the bathrooms down there and the only working bathroom is there in the main part of the building. So they actually had shut yeah, yeah. down that whole area. So plus they were kind of doing uh, some work in there. We were one of the first groups to mm -hmm. go in it. Who knows? Um, I think yeah. that's really fascinating. Um, yeah. And I think it's also I got a lot of note, that note. whole section. I was like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I, I think it's also important to note that Kyle um, is full of bats, but on all of our evidence, and I'm pretty sure on yours, Anthony, you can hear the bats. You can hear the wings flapping. You can hear mm -hmm. the high-pitched noise and everything. There's nothing of that kind in this video. So the likelihood of it have been a bat that hit you is low, very low to zero. Um, so I mm -hmm. think that should also be you know, recognized as well. Yeah, I agree. Well, I think I would, be, would have reacted differently if a bat hit me. I wouldn't be like, whoa, yeah. I'd be like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'd be a little using other kind of words, you know. But um, yeah, it, it, just to let you know, if a bat gets that close to your camera, it's going to affect it. You're going to have static on your camera. You're going to have right like, because of its radar, mm -hmm. radar sensor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if a camera, if it came that close to my camera, one of my cameras would have definitely had that static. Yeah. You know. Exactly. So I, I know it wasn't a. I know it wasn't a bat. Um, so yeah, because also you can hear the clicking. When I get right. close to your, your audio and stuff like that. 
So yeah. that's that's um, I have that I had that done in the past in many places. So you can have the clicking, and it will affect your your um, videos, that's especially your camera. That's good to know. So yeah. Micah has a question. He was like, I wonder if it was something like an open-handed strike. I didn't hear anything land on the floor in the video. Did you hear anything land on the floor at the time? No. 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 Okay. Not at all. No. And before, I mean, before you hit me, you go, whoa, because I say that pretty quick. Right. You can hear something hit me. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know? really cool. I like it. So maybe, maybe it was. It, was, it hit me right here in the chest. It went boom. Wow. And, yeah. That's so wild. I love it. I'm here for it, though. I mean, I'm sorry something got thrown at you, but I think it's really cool. <laughs> well, are you kidding me? I This is why I go to these places yes. to get interaction, not only just to get evidence. Yeah. I want to have interaction with these things. I know sometimes they will try to attach to you, yeah. and you have to try to avoid that. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, so you get to you get. To, great evidence when they do interact with you. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. that, I, I feel that way. Not everybody feels that way. And that's, I completely that's everybody's prerogative. Yeah. You know? This next one you know, that's so. from you is a perfect example of interaction. It is called, um, it's the REM pod session that you did. Oh, and yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it. It is <laughs> so funny. It's it's and the interaction in it is just <laughs> sublime. So everybody, let's watch this one. This is the REM pod video. I, I had Sherry laughing last thing on this one. Yes, it's <laughs> she was laughing hysterically. So good. It's so good. Let's have a listen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You can stop that now. Please stop that. Thank you. Thank you. No, 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 no more. Come on. I'm not looking. Stop. Thank you. I'm looking at you now. <laughs> it's almost like it was testing you, like to just kind of see like how, mm -hmm. what what it could get away with. I thought it was the best. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, yeah. It's like it was playing with me too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was, um, I, I figured maybe it was a kid or somebody that um, some sort of handicap with a lower IQ sure. that get this thing to going. Cause if you, every time I looked at it, it stopped. Every time I turned away, it's like, I'm beep, 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 beep. That's why I kept that. And then I end up looking at it and telling it to yeah. stop altogether. But yeah. and it and it stopped pretty much for the whole night. So really, wow, that's interesting. All right, I yeah. like that one yeah. too. This next one is called Second Floor Scream. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what was going on and what you were doing when you captured this? Because this one is amazing. Yeah. Um. We just came down with me, Chris. Uh, we, we came down from the, the third floor to the second floor. And mm -hmm. I, I think um, Scott was there, and there was a bunch of people in that area. And I was just sat on the stairs, and I, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> and I heard a scream. So I was like, what was that scream? I didn't think I got it, but I got actually that is, it on my camera. That is amazing. Yeah. All right, let's take a this listen, guys. Our, uh, the, the SD session. Oh, okay. Did you, so did you guys hear this right? during your session? No, and and really? our recordings did not pick it up. So really, that, that's, that's interesting. interesting as well. All right, let's yeah. take a listen, guys. This is pretty cool. What was that screen? I heard it.
That was pretty crazy. Let's play it again because it's pretty quick. Let's play it one more time. What was that scream? I heard it. So you guys were yeah, on I, the second floor, or you you would just come down from the third floor and you were on the second? Is that correct? Yeah, we just came down of. Came down from the third floor, and um, yeah, and they were doing a session there, and you know, I sat down the stairs, and all of a sudden I heard, I heard that, and it's like, do you hear that? And somebody, I think it might have been Chris, somebody else, I heard that too. Yes. So, yeah. Oh yeah, it's Chris. Yeah, Chris is yeah, saying that, that he also heard it at the time. Yeah, that is wild, and very clear. It's yeah, so like yeah, it's so clear. Um, mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. God, I love, I, I love being a paranormal investigator. I love when we do these kinds of shows. I'm like, this is the best. Um, okay. So the next one is called Lily's room. Don't be shy. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we went to Lily's room and I put my camera there and you're not going to see no video because somebody, um, because the camera's. You know, it's in the dark, so now everybody can sure. see it. You right. know, somebody was standing in front of it. But I still got the audio. And um, uh, I got on the floor with uh, by the ball to play with Lily. Sure. And I'm like, you know, you play, and I'm, you know. And then I say, uh, don't be shy and everything. And, and then I get a reply, like somebody was saying the same thing I was saying. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting, and that's why I, I cut that piece. Yeah, I was in I was in the room with uh, Chris was also in that room at the time, oh, and okay. uh, I think the scariest part of, of all that was me trying it off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and we're just walking through it. What you get up? Hold on to nothing, and there's like, like a balls. Wild, wobble. Yes, and there's like little balls and yeah. marbles all over that floor. Like it's a dangerous room just because. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and, and listen to Lily's room. Hang on. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. I'm a little upset. But that's okay. You're shy. You're shy. Okay. Well, that was interesting. It sounded like a mm -hmm. male voice to me. Let's play it mm -hmm. one more time. Scott, what are your thoughts on this? And the other person, Chris, Chris was in the room. That doesn't sound like Chris. No, it doesn't sound like Chris at all. It is definitely a male voice, but mm -hmm. I, I, I mm -hmm. can't really make out what, what it's saying, um, specifically with the, the setup I'm having to use tonight. Um, right. The audio is not coming through my earbuds, but it is using the microphones from mm -hmm. me, so I'm having to use audio from the laptop, so... It's mm -hmm. kind of hard to hear, but I can make out a male voice. 
Yeah, it's almost kind of comforting, like like it's talking to a child saying, you know, don't be shy, it's yeah. okay, kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was orderly or something that was left over that we used to take care of or something. Oh, maybe. You, know, you don't know. Maybe that's what, to me, that's what I assume is maybe one of the orderlies that, that used to work at the hospital or maybe a nurse or something or, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it, you know, it's, so it's that's a good where, one. Don't be shy. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. When I was doing, when I'm doing all my stuff, I'm like, you can get something like, oh, that's cool. He's <laughs> like, let me put this down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Chris is the only other people um, that were there were um, Audra and Teresa, too, and him. So mm -hmm. it was it didn't sound like either one of them. Um, right. Yeah. No. So that's pretty interesting. This next one that we're going to play is. First floor loud bang. And I believe this is Joe, correct, Anthony? Or I think this is Joe. No, that's me. Is that you? Okay. So why don't that's you tell me. us where you, why don't you tell us where you are? First floor loud bang. Okay. Um when we I just I just went into the hall there. Um everybody went left on tour. You guys all left. And okay. I was inside the room still setting up. So I went into that little hallway to the right, mm -hmm. the dark hallway. As I went, as I was walking down there, um, I seen Connie, and she was uh, Connie, and uh, yeah, oh, okay, saying that. Um, and um, I was walking down that hall, and I seen that, and she said that there's somebody in that, you know, as you go through the doorway, there's a door on the side, and then she said she seen somebody there, and something was like looking at them and stuff. So. I went in there and went to check it out. So I go to open. I, I go there. I open the door. I try to open the door. It's so decrepit. And I, at first, I thought it was a cell. To tell you the truth, right. it's well, a closet. Yeah, it's ended up being a closet. You know. Yeah. So as I I go away, I'm not sure which clip I sent you, but um, as I go away, I said, "Oh, it's a door," and you hear somebody say "door," after that. As I walk down the hall, I went past it and all of a sudden I heard like a really loud like something was thrown to the floor or something so you know it was wow. interesting how the, how loud that bang was because remember I was all by myself in the dark and you got that two inch screen that's right. um the night vision screen <laughs> yeah. to see that's all I got yeah you know okay. so when you hear things like that you're like turning like oh so, and then right, of course exactly. I went back. So. Okay. All right. Let's check it yeah. out. Let's check out this first floor loud bang. A cell. Is that a cell? That's some sort of door. Okay. Something wanting to touch with me? Who's that? That would have unnerved me to no end. To no end. 
And I'm not any kind of person that's afraid to like go off by myself. Um, but I will have some kind of a light source, uh, flashlight, a UV light, something, not just the screen of whatever camera and using that IR. I won't. I have yet to do it. I'm not saying I won't, but this is pretty cool. I like it. Um, Laura, what's your take on this? Um, I like it as well. I like the bang afterwards. And it's very interactive as far as like the narrative of how he's walking through and it's like he made somebody mad or something, you know, it's, kinda, <laughs> it's a little bit weird. Yeah. Like, you know, as it's a, they say door and then like a couple seconds later as he's walking away, they're knocking stuff over. So that's pretty cool. And it's, it's really loud. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's yeah. not just like a little tap, bang, you know, it's like, it almost, yeah, it does really sound like they knock something pretty big over. Yeah, for sure. And it doesn't mm-hmm. look like you can see what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I, um, I was hoping they didn't throw it at me. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the same area, guys. Something I thrown at me later on. Okay. So this happened before you got something thrown at you. Okay. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's all the same area. I got a lot of stuff there. <laughs> there was a lot going on over there. There was. That whole area was just creepy. And we've got mm-hmm. more evidence that um, Southern entities captured from that same area. Um, we've got one more mm-hmm. piece of evidence from your group, Anthony. And this one, I actually think, is my very, very favorite of all of the pieces of evidence that we have shown from your group tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, it is called Running. And, um, it is, it's, it looks like you guys are heading up the stairs to go to another floor. Um, and then you capture this. So, um, why don't you kind of set it up a little bit and just kind of tell folks what you were doing, where you were going when you captured this piece of evidence. Yeah, I believe we were on, on the third floor at that time. Oh, okay. And we were about to go down the stairs. We just we walked around. We heard some stuff going on. And um, we decided we were just going to start going head down, start heading down, you know, the stairs. And everybody was ahead of me. And as I was walking, I heard stuff behind me. I heard noises. So I heard it. I turned and I heard somebody walking. And I asked, the, the, you know, Chris and the group, I'm like, anybody hear that? And um, then Chris ended up coming back up and we walked around and stuff. But then when I did the review, I was like, wow, that was kind of loud. And I didn't hear it that loud on, you know, right behind me. So, but I did hear something behind me at that time. Really? Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a really good one. Yeah, this is a really good one. Scott, I'm going to want to get your opinion on this piece of evidence as soon as we play it. So here we go. All right. Hey. What'd you get? I heard footsteps. Pretty crazy, wow. right? Should we play it again? It's pretty quick, so let's play it one more yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey. What'd you get? I heard footsteps. That's undeniable, um, right? Yeah, that's really loud. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. And, oh. you know, everybody's in front of me going down the stairs. And nobody was running downstairs there. Everybody was walking down. No, yeah. You so, know? Scott, what's your take on this? I mean, 
that's clearly running. That was loud. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's amazing right there. I, I like that one. Yeah, that that's, is so good, right? So good. And um, the thing is, is that, Anthony, you spin around pretty quickly. You hear it and then you mm-hmm. spin around. There's nothing and there's nothing. And quite honestly, mm-hmm. that building was so huge. I, nobody was running in that building. I know I wasn't doing any running. I know that like I'm Chris was enough. following, right? Like the but, stairs alone were tiring enough. But I know that like yeah. <laughs> Chris sees, Chris gets it. <laughs> A thousand percent. <laughs> Not one of us was running in that fucking building. Um, Especially those yeah. stairs were kind of like tricky too. You you weren't running down those. Besides mm-hmm. being tired, they were kind of like off. You know, like you needed to pay attention. You're not mm-hmm. trying to run. A thousand. You had to hold, right the, you had to hold the railing to go down those stairs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. for sure. All right. Yeah, those right. Those stairs were. Yeah. So yeah. I thought it was really so interesting. Um, because you do, yeah. you hear it and, and we'll, you spin Chris around came back up and we're stuffing. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris came back up and we walked around a little bit. We, we heard talking and then we found out that I was like in front of the building and there's everybody, some, some people were sitting out there, but upstairs on the third floor, nobody was, I mean, we, we don't know if anybody else was up there. I think everybody was downstairs, but I Could think after been. that I came down the screaming was going on downstairs, <laughs> you know? Everything was like in, in going on, but it yeah. was interesting. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, you know yeah. how that. You know, That's was, a good one. Running things on, came up to me on the hardwood floors there, and on just about every floor um, in that central section there before you branched off to uh, the wards. The East, yeah, the wards. That that area on all four floors is hardwood floors, and that was clearly sounded like somebody running across hardwood floors. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. It is it is so cool. I just I just love it. So Anthony, thank you so very much for sharing your evidence with us here on History of a Haunting. We are super grateful that you're here guest hosting with us and we want to thank you for um you know, everything that we learned from you when we were investigating. So, thank you very much for showing um, all of your evidence. I learned well. some stuff too. We always Good. learn. That's what we got to do. We go. We learn off each other. Exactly. You know, that's what exactly. we, you know, yeah. that's the only way we're going to get yeah. anywhere. I agree. I you completely know? agree. I, yeah. I know that for, for yeah. me, I've never had a reason to go to, go to New York City uh, until now. And that is if I have the opportunity to <laughs> investigate yes. with Anthony Signale, <laughs> and I will make the trip. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. <laughs> Scott, we have a question from the audience. Uh, is yeah. that an I MU you that up. you're drinking? MTD. <laughs> Zane, stop with the gun. <laughs> and there's Zane. We love our Zane. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. You didn't mute yourself. It's fine. The listeners are used to you hollering he's at Zane. A, it's fine. Yeah, he's got like a cap on the. Is that a caps? And he's like, click, 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 click. click. No, playing with it in the living room, hey. and I'm like, hey, he's not gonna hop. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I muted myself. <laughs> hey Scott, you say we're gonna have a drink? Yeah, look. I brought my little flask out. I got some whiskey in here, some Jameson. Hey, here we go. Here's my little Trans Allegheny wine glass. Cheers. Click, click. Yay. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey. 
All right, guys. Oh, hey, there we go. Oh, Laura, that's what we're missing. Oh, we need to move this outside. Oh, um, I don't have oh, yeah. it on me right now, but I, I have to go outside for that. <laughs> okay, guys. The next um, group of evidence that we are going to show you is from our team, Southern Entities Paranormal. And the very first one that I want to show is a photograph that was taken by my niece, Emma. Now, this was Emma's very first paranormal investigation ever, and um, she did really well. She did really well. She didn't get scared. She went off on her own. She was investigating noises. I was so fucking proud of her. I cannot even tell you. Um, but she's also grown up with Auntie being a huge fan of ghosts. So um, this is her photograph that she captured, and it, we are down in the Civil War section. So there's an area that Sarge is known to um, kind of hang out in. It's right at that main room where that old car was, right off the kitchen. And then there was that back area. So Emma took this photograph when we were down there, um, just kind of doing some EVP work and, and all of that. Um, in it, the let me just show you the picture and then I'll describe it. So here we go. This is the photograph. The first photograph is the original photograph. Um, that white, and it's the doorway we're looking at. That white light on the bottom is the light from my REM pod. And we had it right in the doorway. So Emma takes this photograph and she's looking at it on one of our breaks. And she, you're not muted again, babe. Um, <laughs> um the, is killing me. <laughs> the middle picture is um, a little white mist or something that she happened to notice in the dark shadow of the hallway. And then we sent this to Chris and Chris actually noticed that there's a second sort of distortion in the photograph that he has circled. And again, the white dot on the bottom on the floor is the light from my REM pod. But you can clearly see there is some sort of anomaly. Looks like it's sort of peeking its head out from the door. So what do you guys think? Looking at this, Anthony, what are your thoughts on this photograph? Yeah, I, right up there. Yeah, you're talking about right because Chris has a circle, but right over to the left of that on the top. Yeah. That white thing that's mm -hmm. looking out, that's what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I can see more than that, too. I see, like, peeking out. But I do see, like, a shoulder and... Um, yes. Like, something, like, just standing down. Uh -huh. but I see a head and a like a shoulder coming straight down, like, like it's a long jacket or something. Maybe, maybe it's a, yeah. Maybe it's a maybe soldier. It's, maybe it's a soldier. That's a really great uh, suggestion. That's a really that's great suggestion. Because I do see, because yeah, because I, I do see, see like a, good. like a shoulder with like a long jacket and stuff. And I hear, see a hand okay. and everything. So I just see like a, like a half the person. Yeah, like, that they're you know, kind of like peeking out of the door frame. Scott, what is what are your thoughts yeah. on it? Well, I'm looking down towards the bottom too, and I think I see where you can see legs as well, or a leg. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I want to add to this that with this being her first investigation and revealing evidence and picking up on something like this, <laughs> uh, that's an excellent job. She uh, she she really did a 
real good job of uh, of studying this photo to pick up uh, uh, an anomaly there. So she uh, sure did. She sure did. Yeah, that's my baby girl. Um, Lynn Ludwig has a very excellent question, um, and I don't know if I can. Let's see here. What about the figure below it? Oh, that's well, that's the ram pod you said. Yeah. Is, is that the, the, the dot in the bottom? Well, that's your REM pod, isn't it? That is the light from the REM pod, yeah. Um, but there does seem to be a bit of a distortion, a light distortion underneath Chris's circle. So I don't know. Lynn, is that hey, what Lynn. you're talking about? I was say low. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's where I'm thinking that that might be leg or a leg. Um, yeah. Because hmm. look, you see, you see like a, a white whitish area go up from the rim pod dot slightly to the left you see mm-hmm. a white area and then on the sides of each one that whitish area looks like uh two darker um uh straight um uh forms there almost to me would uh, indicate possibly legs yeah that could be that could possibly be she says not the rim pod yes right above it and to your left that is, you know what, Emma actually that night, because she had taken it almost the beginning of the night, and then like on our first break, when we were outside, she sent this photograph to her friend Nadia, and Nadia sent it back, kind of outlining what you guys are showing, like the head, the shoulders, kind of an arm, down to the floor. Mm-hmm. Um so I think I mean Nadia has a really great eye as well. So I was like, "You girls, check you out, Chris. We need to add them to our team." Um, but yeah, I think um, so. Micah is asking, "Was there any kind of light source at all behind into the right of the camera?" No, there wasn't. We were all. This was taken no. in yeah in the dark. That, that entire area mm-hmm. is pitch black. Oh God, yeah, it's yeah and. Yeah. yeah, I was in that section that night too. We walked past there, and uh, yeah, it's totally black. Yeah, you can't see at all. Yeah, yeah, it looks like he was wearing a trench coat. So I mean, that seems yeah, to be the general the consensus. Is, yes. Yeah. So I think it's a soldier. Maybe it's even Sarge. Um, he is known to you know hang out in that area. That's sort of like his domain, and. Um, yeah, so I wanted to kick off Southern Entities Evidence with Emma's because, God damn, that girl impressed me. I was so, so proud of her. Um, and bless her little she heart. Did she, did. She, did. she did. She did. Good. She didn't go running out the first time, mm-hmm. No, which is always a good thing. Yeah. And yeah. she did good, and she, she stayed back, and she, she actually walked with us a couple of times, like towards the end of the night when we yeah. all went downstairs. So it was, it was, you know, she did very good. She did, yes. Oh, and she's watching. There's my gorgeous. Awesome. Yes, Emma did. Yeah, Emma did really, really fantastically. And, you know, it was funny, too, because, like, Audra and Julie and Teresa would, like, ask me, how's she doing? Is Emma okay? How's Emma doing? You know, because, you know, she's young, and this is her first investigation. And so, like, you know, the mother instincts kicked in. Of course, I was always like, Emma, stay here. Emma, I'll be right back. Laura, watch Emma. Emma. Like... I'm so used to like, you know, 
making sure that I don't lose my best friend's child, even though my child, my her child is 18 and was just kicking ass the whole night. So it's just one of those habits that are hard to break. So I was very grateful that I had Audra and Julie and Teresa there to just kind of keep an eye on Emma, even though Emma was, was like, dude, you guys, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. She's like, you guys, I'm all right. Um, so yeah, Emma, <laughs> bless your heart. Baby girl, you just killed it. So that's the first piece My of evidence. My son Jesse started when he was 13. Shit, really? Jesse, he started going, he's 13 years old, yeah. Oh my God. Going Gettysburg, hanging out in, in some of the haunted uh, hotels and stuff like that. That's and amazing. And he went to many of the other places, yeah. Yeah, there's no way. He's 13 years old when he first started. Yeah, there's no way that her mother would have let me take her to Transalleghetti when she was 13 <laughs> or anywhere with ghosts when she was 13. Um, in fact, when I had asked Emma if she wanted to come because Aaron Bush was supposed to join us and for you know a bunch of different reasons she was unable to go but she did buy a ticket so Aaron graciously gave her ticket to Emma and so I asked Emma do you want to come she was like oh yeah that'll be amazing okay great but then I texted her mother, my best friend, Jennifer, and I said, hey, just so you know, like Emma wants to, you know, I invited her to come to Trans Allegheny with us and she wants to go. And, and I just wanted to make sure that was OK with you. And Jennifer said, well, yeah, like she's 18, Carrie, she can do whatever she wants to do. And I was like, well, yeah, but I just thought it was, you know, kind of polite to let her mother know that I was taking her daughter to a lunatic asylum and locking her in for eight hours overnight. I just thought maybe that running that by her mother might be something I should do. And she goes, well, if you put it that way, I'm like, well, yeah, that's, and that's what I did. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I should have brought that part up. <laughs> a thousand percent. Yeah. Like, you know, I just want to let you know, I'm going to take your daughter and lock her in a lunatic asylum for eight hours overnight. I just wanted to make sure that was all right with you, but whatever. Um, so anyway, the next piece of Southern entities, uh, evidence that I want to play is an EVP. So it isn't a video, but it was when I was, it was during the whole bearded man um, thing where we were all in Dean's room and I had left the room to go and take photographs on the violent men's ward using the UV light because that was a tip that I had gotten from Scott and they had had such great success with it that I was walking around and I was trying it. Um, I happened to walk back in the room as um, the camera that I was using, the battery was dying and I, as I'm walking back into the room, I capture this EVP and I didn't hear it at the time. I don't react to it. And, um, but I do grouse to everybody in the room that my battery is dying. Um, so here's that EVP. Let's take a listen. <laughs> this battery is just about dead. Do we want to listen to it again? Yeah. Yeah, play it again. Play it again? Okay, hang on. Let's see here. This battery is just about dead. Mm-hmm. Had a little attitude there. Kind of a little attitude, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is like... And it doesn't sound like yeah. a man. It doesn't sound like an adult to me. It sounds kind of like a child. Like, what child is on the third floor violent men's ward? Mm-hmm. It does. And also, Dean was a mute. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe there are no. Maybe it was one of the nurses. And maybe it was one of the nurses. Because it does sound very light and gentle, the voice does to me. Um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know what, Scott? Maybe it was one of the nurses. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. I was yeah, well, thoroughly impressed yeah. when I came across I that. Thought that I thought that was good. Yeah. 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 I mean, you could be a, you know, a voice is a voice. Sometimes you think it's, it sounds like a man. Sometimes it sounds like a woman. Yeah. But it's, it's just to try, if they try to come through and it's a man and he does, they don't have the energy to come through. His voice might be a little higher pitched than, Oh, that's know, a or, good point. A woman in the lower pitch. It's depending on the energy of the entity, also. So it could be a man, it could be a woman. You know, yeah. but you don't. Sometimes you just can't tell. Yeah. You know, a child, or it's depending how much energy they have to come yeah. through. They have the voice at certain pitches and stuff like that. That's a very good point. You know, I never considered that. That's a very good point. Um, this next one is um, entitled medical and um it is in the men's ward uh chris if you are still watching and you are in the chat and he looks like he is if anybody has questions about this particular one or what you guys were doing and when you were doing it please let me know this was um captured by chris and audra so it is called medical and it was in the men's ward here we go nobody Do we want to hear it? We want to play it again? Yeah, play it. One it was pretty. It's pretty interesting. Hang on. Nobody. Isn't that crazy? And it sounds like Audra hears it. Now that is not Chris. Um, so Chris, were were you and Audra with anybody when you guys captured that? Because that's pretty darn cool. I'm I'm here for this one. I like it. Um, okay, so here is what Chris says. I was off to the right setting up the camera and Audra caught this on her phone while she was videoing. Ooh. Yeah, all, pretty much all, with the exception of Emma's photograph, pretty much all of Southern Entity's evidence that we're showing you tonight was captured on the third floor violent men's ward. So, um... So this is during your setup, Chris? Yeah, during his setup, yeah. Um... Yeah, just the two, and then he says just the two of us during setup. So... I dig it. I dig it. Um, let's see. The next one that Southern Entities captured is... Now, you guys, this one... Uh-oh, where did it go? Hang on. Let me see something real quick here. Okay. 
Um, let me go ahead and see if I can play this video if I still have it. I hope. It doesn't look like I might, though. Hang on. You want to see it again? Yeah, do that again. Okay, all right. <clears throat> I love this. That was interesting. Pretty crazy, I've right? That one. Yes. Uh, yeah. We're yeah. talking about the white yeah. that moved from mm. left to right. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, it, it was something like flipping around and and then just lit up. That was that was interesting. Right. Yeah. And because it's because that's not it's, a regular orb. That's nothing. That's nothing that you know that really moves like that. It's not dust because it's too it's it's too it's too dense. It's too thick. Right. And you know, dust you could have like that you know, that glow on it. But it's yeah, it's uh that was uh that was that was a good one. That it's was a good one, right? Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be illuminated independently of the IR light. Yes, right? Exactly. And it doesn't seem like it kind of flows. Let's play it one more time um, because it doesn't really seem like it kind of like matches the light that's on the floor, which, by the way, are just IR lights, guys. That floor is completely black. It casts a shadow through that light and it doesn't. Right, exactly. Exactly. So Chris says it moved right out the door to the women's ward. Um, so let's play it one more time. It mm -hmm. just kind of lights up by itself. It's so crazy. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. Yeah. And it really speaks volumes that Chris sent this to me to show on the show because Chris is well known for not putting a whole lot of stock in orbs. But this one, it is kind of hard to like blow it off as a bug or dust. I, I, I mean, yeah. unless like a lightning bug got in there, but which is possible, but this is just it's that's not this like this is not a bug like mm -hmm. I, I yeah, bug doesn't, doesn't move that way that that was no. just straight bug usually you know flatters flutters and if it was a bug you would see like dashes or something like that also mm -hmm. you would see like it. right like a tracer kind of with its light yeah yeah uh, because uh, as the wings uh, goes the, the wings the wings will light up and then at that one point it won't then as it goes up and down it will it'll light up or it won't light yeah. up so it'll be like a dash yeah type of thing and, and dust uh would have been affected by gravity uh this 
does not mm-hmm. seem to. It doesn't, because it does kind of go down at one point and then up. You're right. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, yeah, no, and I share a lot of Chris's yeah. uh, thoughts on orbs, as do many of us on our team. Yeah. And for him to put a uh, piece of evidence out there uh, like that, that, that means there's something to it. So. I agree. I agree. And as Chris just said, it was pulsating the light. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which was really, really quite phenomenal. Laura, as the skeptic, what are your thoughts on this? Like, what is there? Can you explain this in any way? Because I can't, I have nothing. I got nothing. What do you got? <laughs> no, I can't. And I had a couple of things like that come up too that I showed you, like in some of the live pictures. Remember that? Oh God, that's right. It's definitely not dust, and it like comes across like that. So I, um, and again, like that wasn't something that I could one hundred percent say was. That, but I mean, really yeah. interesting. I had this happen a few other times too, and some some of the stuff that I had, but not as good as this one. This one's like this one is. Really, it went on yeah. for a while, yeah. right? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. really great. I freaking loved it. Um, yeah. Okay, so this next one is titled "Do You Want Out." And it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, I'm not entirely sure where Chris and Andre were during this one. Um, so, Chris, if you'll throw that into the comments, and then I can just let everybody know. But let's go ahead and play it. It is called Do You Want Out? Do you want out? Can you imagine what the fuck? <laughs> I love it because Chris obviously heard that. Um, and you mm-hmm. it's kind of a deep, like a like a deep no, like I'll play it again because it is almost hard to hear, but let's play it one more time. Do you want out? Do you want out? Can you imagine what the fuck? It's kind of like a groan almost. So Chris says yeah. that it was third floor cells by Dean's room with Simonelli. So it was when you guys were down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. I was by that cell. I remember. Yeah. And um, I, I was by one of the cells. And it's like, do you want out? And it, and I didn't hear it, but he heard it. Yeah. Mm. I was by the cell with, the, uh, with my camera looking okay. inside the cells, hoping something moved. I okay. Yeah. All right. And yeah, it's so a good one. This, yeah, okay. Right before the area where we right. were doing. Is this in the area where we were doing the uh, SD session in Dean's room, right around the corner from you, as well? Um, we were headed towards Dean's room. We went to Dean's room, and then you guys came in right after us. Right. So and it was then, yep. in that that time. Okay. That's then we went upstairs and everything, but yeah, it was like before that. And uh, did you get my uh, EV my uh, EVP on your camera, Scotty? Beat me up. Remember? Did you get that or no? <laughs> I screened at your camera. You did? No. We, I, 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 we Chris, Chris, Chris goes. That's Scotty's camera. So I went to the camera. I said, "Hey, Scotty, beat me up." No, you didn't get oh that. Oh my god. <laughs> You guys, I swear to God, this was the best group to go investigating with because Laura, why don't no, you no, tell you them? Yeah, a thousand percent. Laura, why don't you tell yeah. them what the little message you left for Chris? Well, you know, I wanted to make sure Chris 
didn't mistake me for any ghosts or anything. Um, while I was walking by his camera, I said, Chris, stop looking at my ass because I kind of like walked that in the front of it. <laughs> so I thought, like, you know, once he finally got to that, he'd probably have a good laugh. <laughs> he did. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the best group to go investigating with. Um, so let's see here. Chris says, where the hallways split by Dean's room by the cells, that was Carrie's camera. So yeah, so it kind of like veers off into these. So the solitary cells are over here. And then like the hallway where Dean's room is, is, is right here. And my camera was kind of right. like right at the entrance of that. So um, okay. yeah. did I scream it to your camera? Oh, I was wondering whose camera that was. <laughs> uh, you know what? Honestly, I have so much. I haven't gone through all of our footage yet. So you might have, and I just didn't catch it. I'm not sure. I'll have to find out. It's it's Yo, taking a not. long time. We have so much. I believe Zach and uh, Mike are still going through this stuff as well from our thing. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. You're there for that long. And you've got that much equipment. You 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 take however long you're there and then multiply it by each piece of equipment that you have. Mm-hmm. And that's how many hours you've got to mm-hmm. go through. Yeah, so, yeah, and you almost a- have to go through it twice. Like I go through all my evidence yeah. twice, and then the the video footage three times because there's just the watching of it, and then like rewatch, and then listening for audio, and then listening the audio again, and running it through. It's a it's a process. I'm telling you what, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Everybody watches uh, Ghost Hunters and Destination Fear and Ghost Adventures, and they're like, they go on Ghost Advent- Investigations, and and then they go and just review for. Five minutes and like look at all this evidence no it is nothing like that Mm -hmm. at all okay yeah Mm -hmm. see chris i still have 15 hours of audio to go through yeah it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. it's insane so to our patreons that are listening this is why it's taking me so long to get you our evidence it takes forever anyway we have one final piece of evidence to show you guys and no offense to you, Scott, to you, Anthony, but Laura and I, when we reviewed everything that everybody sent, we decided to play this one and save the best for last. Because uh-huh. between Laura and I, we felt this was one of the most compelling and most disturbing pieces of evidence we have ever heard ever in be it on a tv show be it on a podcast be it on anything and this was captured by our illustrious leader chris allgood he had put an evp recorder down in the lobotomy area of trans allegheny now i do want to put a caveat on this for everybody that is watching this is disturbing content. So listener discretion is advised. If you don't want to listen to this piece of evidence, go ahead and drop off now. Maybe hit mute. Maybe go get a drink of wine. But we are going to play this. This is our final piece of evidence. We consider it the best for last, but it does need to come with a content warning because it is very disturbing. I also do want to say, crank your sound up if you do want to hear it because it is a teeny weeny bit faint, but not too faint. You will be able to make it out. This is... Lobotomy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one is... That's wild. 
pretty, pretty, it's pretty wild. I'm going to play it one more time um, Mm -hmm. because it does go by. It is a quick EVP. So I'm going to play it one more time. Again, don't want to listen to it. Go ahead and hit mute now. It's only about a five, six second clip. Here we go. Yeah. I have no words. Yeah. That's uh, some piece of piece of evidence. Yeah. That's right, but it will bother me, and you know, you know what they were doing there with the mallet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It. it yeah. Um, and then it's screaming, and you can hear a boom. Yeah. Yeah. That too. yeah. yeah so, you can. Um, and like the folks that that were there, like Lisa was there. There, Lisa and Jody were part of Mid Atlantic Day Trips. They were there. We have all been sharing evidence in our group chat. Um, and and Chris Chris showed this, and Chris actually put it on Southern Entities Facebook page. Laura and I talk about it. Like the first episode we recorded after we did mm-hmm. we went to Trans Allegheny, we talked about it, and we were like, we'll play it on the recap show. But if you want to see it before then, go to Southern Entities page because it's just so crazy it's just so crazy and chris says that there was nobody on that floor when this was caught um and we, we a lot of us weren't really spending much time on that floor um like everett says it does it does sound like somebody is getting their brain scrambled it does sound like somebody is is going through a lobotomy yeah um yeah micah no denying what was going on it is unbelievable you're absolutely right you can hear what is happening lynn so sad i agree that's why i had to put a disclaimer in front of it um didn't give folks much time but um also chris wants to say that this piece of evidence was not enhanced at all so this i'll tell you it is um pretty it is pretty compelling I remember when Chris posted this yeah. in our group chat, and uh, I think we were all uh, just in, in in awe of it at the time. Um, it was it, it's a fantastic, uh, well, I say fantastic catch from an evidence uh, point of view, but it's right. a yeah. uh, horrible yeah. catch in the uh, fact of what was actually going on in that mm-hmm. area. Yeah. So, for sure, for sure. And Mike is right. Like that one had every hair on my body stood up on end. And it, it was one of those like you kind of stop and and think, did I fucking just hear that? Did I hear that? Yeah. Um and, and Chris himself said I about shit when I heard it. I can't even imagine what what his initial reaction was when he came across that. Because we've all had that moment, right, where we have been listening to something, we know the situation, what was going on, and then we hear something wholly unexpected. This is that. Yeah. yeah. And it's so Yeah, that was it's 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 really truly amazing um and chris just so you know i would like to send this to um rebecca jordan gleason who is um the operations manager of trans allegheny lunatic asylum she is the daughter of the owner joe um jordan i would like to send this piece of evidence to them just so that they can you know they can have it and and if you don't mind um let them you know if they want to showcase it on any of their um 
promotions and stuff for the asylum. I think this is something that that they need to hear. I think that would be an excellent piece for them. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And, and catching it and, and catching that something like that in that area with that it's so related to what's happening. Yeah, that was there that happened yes. in the past. So that that's that's yes. amazing that you get something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's very disturbing, and it's something that Laura and I are still talking about. We're just like, I can't even, you know, I, I just, I just can't even. Um, so with so here too, like yes, you, you know what I mean. Like, there's no confusion about what is happening. What none? It's very clear. It's in the right place. It's wholly disturbing but mm-hmm. yeah like yeah. scott said it's an amazing capture and it is um we all know that nobody was running around the asylum screaming when we were there so right. you would have been able to hear all the all over the place so yeah you know, that wasn't happening so it is just yeah it, it blows my mind that one. yeah and the sound of the mallet i mean it's just it's just really it, it's mm-hmm. just really uh, and you know we all know this but you know for those of us that are watching that don't aren't you know familiar with there are classifications of evps this clearly falls in a class a uh, yeah. category uh, yeah. which is yeah. you can clearly hear what's going on with no enhancements uh, yeah. whatsoever uh, the i guess the biggest uh, question to it is was that an intelligent uh recording or is that uh something residual my first initial thought on that would be it's something residual that's my. That was my initial thought as well. Is that it would be a residual? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that's, that's that's residual. Definitely, it's that that's something that's that's in time over there, and that's just repeats itself. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you guys go back there again, you know, I know Chris would definitely put a a recorder in that area and see if you get it again. Oh yeah. And if you get it oh, again. Yeah. If you have a timestamp on it, you, know, you try to put it on the same time that you had it there. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah, because it I might think be just that would be in time. Find out too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that's a good point. Yeah, Chris also Chris said yeah. I also believe that it was residual. So, um, mm. and they weren't known for to do use any kind of anesthesia. These these patients were not, you know, no they were not yeah. like put under nothing like that it was just like hey lay down we're gonna strap you down and then here's this little ice pick in your fucking and brain they strap your head down and then yeah 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 and they go yeah. through your eyes yeah, yeah. it's it is. Said how they it is so yeah. you know if you guys have listened to history of a haunting enough you know how i love to end on a really gross sad note so that is all of the evidence that we have to show you guys. Um, and Laura's not surprised at all that I went out on a dramatic note because that's how I roll. I love to do that. Um, I do want to say that, yeah, I do want to say that um, thank you, everybody who has been watching um and commenting and we have had the best time with all of you thank you so so very very much we do want to say um that uh oh god laura what do we want to say help me i completely like my mind i was thinking about that 
Yes. All the teams that came together, um, what a good time we had doing the investigation. And then thank you again for sharing the evidence um, with us and our listeners and just how incredible of a time we had. I hope we get to repeat it. Let's let's pick a new place and, and do it again. Yes, And for sure. Yeah, just what a great time we've had with you guys. And thank well, you, you have Scott and Anthony, for coming on. Uh, with yeah. So listen, before we go, Anthony, you have some fun things in the works. We want to talk to you guys and we want to find out what is coming up for Anthony Simonelli and Seekers Club of Paranormal. You have a new YouTube show. Tell us about that. Yeah, we're starting a YouTube show. Um, I'm, I'm working with um, Lynn Lewick and uh, we're starting the Seekers Chronicles. And uh, we just started a YouTube channel. You guys can go and come and check it out. Right now, we're just putting out evidence. But we're going to actually work on documentaries. Um, we're going to be doing, um, yeah, we're going to be doing documentaries. I'm not going to say which one well, of yet. I'm going to keep that. It's it's really, this is going to be really wild. Um, and um, we're, we're actually going to be uh, paranormal historians. So we're going to go try to go to some locations and, um, and we have, you know, we have psychics involved and everything like that. So hopefully, um, everything works out and check out the, check it out. That's you know, great. Seekers Chronicles. Seekers Chronicles. You know? And you are already um, on YouTube or it's on YouTube. So yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, Lynn is the, um, she's the one that does the graphics and all the editing and all that stuff. Cause very I do cool. the investigation, and that's not my <laughs> but uh, you know, like I get you the evidence. I go into dark places, you know. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to getting my evidence out there, I got stuff. I still got stuff from uh, on DVDs and uh, and, and <laughs> VHS cassettes, tapes. eight millimeter cassettes <laughs> from uh, 2000, 2008, 2007. Uh, I, I still haven't really went through from Gettysburg and all different places. Yeah. So. You know, That's maybe amazing. I'll get some of my stuff out there now. And you know, she she, get, she has um, she she has the ability to do this. So That's wonderful. And we're going to be going and see what we could get. Matter of fact, we're actually starting to shoot. Um, what's today? Oh, today is Tuesday. Uh, when a uh, Thursday? Huh? We're going to um, yeah, we're going to start our documentary, and we're going to interview interview some people. So That's great. And I uh, get some B B roll and stuff like that. Yeah. That's so wonderful. That. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm um, excited. What else is going on? What do you have coming up uh, for Anthony Simonelli? You got some conventions coming up, I believe. Um, well, yeah, well, yeah, we got the Para Unity coming up. I'm going to be, um, I'm going to the VIP party, which is going to be cool. All the celebrities are going to be there, which I thought was pretty cool. Is that the um, one in New Jersey? What is probably? Yes. Yeah, yes. that one is um, a big one. I tried to get there. New- yeah. 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 It's it's a good one. It really is. Um, um, I'll probably Ron, Ron and Lourdes. I'm going to be with them. Probably in their. Um, they're going to have a, a section for the radio. So I'll probably with them with that. That's um, great. Gettysburg. I have a table, and I'll see you guys in Gettysburg. Yes. Yes. That'd yes. be awesome. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we're excited. I'm super yeah. excited. Yeah. Right, Scott, are you going to be able to go? You got to get up there. I, I'm working on it. I'm having to rearrange some of my vacation time. Uh, okay. If I, I go, I can't 100% commit to that yet. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. 
All right. Yeah, Laura's yeah, in the same boat. Get your She's rooms trying now. to do it. Yeah. Yeah, you really if you, should. If you guys are gonna go, you gotta get your room. You gotta get rooms. Because the hotel, the things at, they already booked up. And then I had to go to another hotel right across the where it's near. They're booked up now, and now they're trying to get a third hotel and stuff like that. So yeah, you, know, you might have to. You're gonna have to call, start you. looking. Yeah, Chris, Audra, and yeah, I booked like, our tickets last October. Actually, we booked our our, mm-hmm. our rooms last October. So. Because we knew it yeah, was going to sell I, I did really it last cool. year, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew I knew I was going to be doing it. I have a table set up. Um, Secrets Club of the Paranormal. We're going to be there. Me and Joe C. Um, and um, we're going to I'm going to start introducing the um, Secrets Chronicles. Good. And, um, I'm going to try to interview. I want to start interviewing people. Not only people. Um, we're going to. Not only do the documentaries, but we want to like interview people that are um, from psychics to paranormal investigations, how they got into the how they got into things, you know. Oh. So oh. we got a couple of things in in the works that we want to get get going, and I'll That's be talking wonderful. to you guys if you guys are interested. Yeah, absolutely. You know where to find us. Miss Laura is our resident historian here at History of a Haunting. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched one of your shows today. I watched a couple of your shows today. Oh, good. Wanted to see what you guys are about. Yeah. Good. So I watched good. a couple yeah. today um, about the hills and stuff like that. And, oh, yeah. And I guess the, when you just got back from, from Trans-Allegheny and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I watched a couple of them. So. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Scott, so, what is going and on? And I, I subscribed. Yeah, I know. I did get that email. I did get that email. Um, Scott, what is on the books for Piedmont Paranormal? I know you've got a well, first, battleship coming up. Yes, we have uh, the USS North Carolina coming up, um, where we're going to be there. I believe you're going to be there. Yep. Um, Chris, Aldra, mm-hmm. uh, and we've got four uh, from our team, me, Heather, uh, Zach, and Mike will be there. But prior to that, uh, we've also uh, been talking with a uh, uh, homeowner for a private residence that we're going to be working on. Um, some oh, good. activity going on. Oh, so we okay. will, our first uh, investigation there is on the 16th of July. Oh, um, okay. Wow, okay. It's actually kind of busy uh, for, at least for me and, and my wife, uh, because that's also our 25th year. Uh, wedding anniversary. That's so right. Plans going That's right. Yeah. As well. Congratulations. Um, and then August, uh, in August, we'll see uh, what what comes up then. Um, we're uh, we're working on some stuff. Um, uh, we did. Uh, at, you did see in the videos where we have changed our logo. Uh, mm-hmm. Reason for that. Yes. Um, we have. Uh, as of this week, we are officially an LLC. And, That's great. Um, yes, uh, and so we had to change our change our logo up to something that we could copyright. So oh, cool. um, part of that that logo has some uh, a piece of evidence from one of our uh, uh, private home uh, investigations. Really? That well, that's pretty cool. Um, an, an elemental that we uh, we encountered. So, oh, okay. Um, but, yeah. So, okay. Um, we're uh, we we got some things things going on, and it's uh, it's getting busy. 
Good. Good. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. I love it. Um, as for history of a haunting, well, you know what? We guys, you know, we come to you every week. You guys know what's going on with us. Laura and I are going to be at Spirit SpiritCon in St. Augustine, Florida, with the illustrious host of SpiritCon, Karen Tatro. The wonderful and incomparable Andrea Perrin and Dustin Perry. We're going to be doing an investigation of the St. Augustine Lighthouse with them on Saturday night. Come on down next May 19th through the 20th, 2023. Um, Laura, go ahead and uh, tell them all about the book. (laughs) Well, (laughs) we are working on a book, so hopefully we'll have that out to you as soon as possible. But yes, we yes. are in the midst. So it's coming. In it's coming. Works. It is in the works. So plan to buy it. We will sign all the copies. Come on. Start saving money now. Yes. It's a coffee table book. It's basically it's, it's basically a podcast in book form. Um, it is a coffee table book. So it will be heavily pictorial. But it is going to be our top 10 haunted locations. And we are super, super fortunate to have amazing contributions to the book by Sam Baltrusis, Tony and Cherie Rathman, and the one and only Chris Allgood and Audra Keeler are also going to be contributing to our book as well. So um, that's what we've got going for History of a Haunting. Southern Entities Paranormal is going to be investigating with Piedmont Paranormal, the USS North Carolina on July 30th uh, down in Wilmington, North Carolina. It is um, our first battleship. I've never been on a battleship before in my life, and it's certainly our first investigation of a battleship. So we're really looking forward to that and then we do have um gettysburg convention that we're going to be going to we're going to be there to support anthony simonelli ron and lourdes all of the wonderful people at gettysburg um and uh then laura and i are going to skip across the pond and uh go do some fun um family vacation stuffs and so we're going to do some ghost hunter adventure stuff uh on vacation and laura is that it I think that's all we have for the year for the year. Yeah. And then 2023 is going to be all about promoting the book. So that's all we have guys. Thank you so much, Anthony, Scott, you guys have been amazing. Thank you. We hope you had a really great time. Your evidence Mm -hmm. was amazing and having the opportunity to investigate with you and do the show with you is truly an honor. And I am very grateful. So thank you so much yes yeah i'm I'm happy to invite it and anytime you will need somebody just give me a call absolutely absolutely guys thank you as always you can find history of a haunting on instagram facebook and twitter we are also on the tick tock uh laura why don't you go ahead and close it out with stay safe out there because you never know who or what is listening bye guys (laughs) bye (laughs) Bye.